I'd like to say this. I'm not blowing up anything. I have reported to justice that there is injustice, that there's a crime they have to investigate. It is the Swiss justice at the highest level that is now investigating those alleged crimes. And I trust the Swiss justice. It's autark, it's separated from politics. It functions like a mechanical watch. And I let them do the job. I'm not the prosecution. I'm not the judge. It's their job and they're doing the job so far very well. Nullifying the contract is one thing, but they have the jurisdiction. It's universal jurisdiction. Uh, crimes against humanity. They have the ability to try Pfizer, their executives, and everybody else that helped for crimes against humanity. All they have to do is get one general in their military to open a war crimes tribunal, and they can extraterritorially apply these laws against anybody that was involved in it. This is also a big deal. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a follow-up to my interview with Dr. Lee Vliet and Todd Callender. The man you just heard first there was Pascal Najati. He's the well-connected man in Switzerland who has convinced the Attorney General to prosecute the Swiss President and the Minister of Health for abuse of process regarding COVID-19 lockdowns and vaccine mandates. And the soundbite from attorney Todd Callender is in regards to the Thai royal family nullifying the contract with Pfizer regarding the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine and their very real ability to hold these people responsible for crimes against humanity to account. Thank you so much for tuning in and spreading this far and wide. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to tell you Gold was the best investment class for 2022. According to longtermtrends.net, gold outperformed the S&P 500, the Dow, and Bitcoin in 2022. Noble Gold Investments helped thousands of clients buy real physical gold. And although past performance is no guarantee of future results, what are you waiting for? Join thousands of others by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. Invest with Noble Gold Investments before the end of this month and you'll get a free one quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You really can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five star reviews. Call Noble Gold Investments at 877-646-5347 for a no pressure consultation. And if you're not ready to invest, download the Noble Gold Investments Gold Investment Guide. Scroll down below and you'll find the link in the description box. For mobile users, click the More button to find that link. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report here. This is a breaking news story. I'm very, very happy to have on the line my attorney friend Todd Callender and a hero right now breaking across the world, taking on the Swiss government himself, Pascal Najati. Friends, you saw the news yesterday. Pascal has single-handedly convinced Switzerland's attorney general to prosecute the Swiss president and minister of health for abuse of process. Let me welcome my guests, and we're going to dig into it. Todd, welcome back, sir. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Great to be with you. Thanks for uh, arranging this. And Pascal, what an honor to meet you, sir. Welcome. My honor. Uh, Good afternoon, America and everybody. And uh, I'm uh, honored to be with you to be able to speak and uh, to inform everybody. It's very important. Time is against us. 
Pascal, I realized when I was editing my interview with Dr. Lee Leet and Todd Callender yesterday that I forgot to ask the most important follow-up question of Todd. And I'm going to ask it of you in just one second. But let me do a screen share. And let's sure. set the stage because it sort of frames up my question. So Pfizer has distributed a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine globally. And people around the world are waking up. Specifically, Thailand's royal family. We're going to get to that in this one, friends. But here's the point, gentlemen. Do you all know what an anadrome is? It's a word whose spelling is derived by reversing the spelling of another word. We know what the Luciferians love to do. They invert everything. Orwell warned us, war is peace. Ignorance is strength. Well, the anadrome of the word Pfizer. Are you ready for this, Todd? I'm ready. There it is. R-E-Z-I-F-P of Hebrew origin. And it means the burner or the ravager, ancient West Semitic god of the plague of the underworld, the companion of Anath, and the equivalent of the Babylonian god, Nergal. That is the anadrome for Pfizer. So I'm coming back to my guests. And Pascal, my question for you, which I failed to ask Todd, is what is the abuse of process? Are we talking about COVID lockdowns? Are we talking about mandatory vaccination? What are we talking about here? The whole thing. Uh, look, uh, first of all, let's make one point clear. Uh, that's legal. And uh, the presumption of innocence applies to President Alan Bersat. This is an ongoing now criminal pursuit, criminal uh, investigation, which is um, directed and run by the Attorney General's office in Bern, the highest, uh, the highest um, prosecution authority in this country, Switzerland. Um, when I heard from Janine Small, the Pfizer manager, that Pfizer did not test the endpoints, in other words, did not do the testing for contagion and transmission of the COVID virus, coronavirus, um, I started doing a quick search and it, it came from the higher being, in my case, it's Jesus Christ, that I had to do something. I have no strategy. I had no strategy, no plan. I'm not the political party. I don't want money. I'm an investment banker in retirement, living in Switzerland. I've been advising governments all my life, heads of states, Africa, Russia, Central Asia, Middle East, Central Europe. Um, I'm not a medical doctor, not a lawyer. But I had to do something because Janine Small said in October in the European Parliament, basically she confirmed that the vaccine is not a vaccine. And I am vaccinated, injected, I must say now, three times by Pfizer-BioNTech. I believed the Minister of Health, Alan Berset, who is now president as well, and still is the Minister of Health. I believed him when he announced that the vaccination is effective, safe, and tested. Those were the words on all levels of government, on all levels of expertise, on all media platforms since the December 2020. It developed into a psychosis. It's a psyop because everybody was dead scared to die at the beginning or fall ill. And when the vaccine or this injection was announced, he said always it will 
protect you others as well. Therefore, we believed him. My family did, my, my wife, Anna, and my 80-year-old mother, Heidi. So we did it. We went three times over different times and got injected. Then I made research. I found out very quickly that the Ministry of Health of Switzerland, the director for infection control, was Dr. Virginie Massere. She had the authority, the competence, the intellect to make statements like this. She said two things, that they analyzed the report from the American CDC on August 3rd, uh 2021 um, confirming that vaccinated people transmit the virus as easy as unvaccinated people okay i made a note then a journalist asked her again does that mean if you are vaccinated you are contagious like unvaccinated she said yes she repeated that in french vaccinated people transmit the virus as often and easy as unvaccinated people so i made a note right three months later in the process because those conferences press conference were almost weekly updating the public what to do how the vaccination process is going and on the 27th of october our minister of health now president alan berset went on public tv national tv prime time saying with the certificate means the vaccination you can show that you are not contagious so i made a note now what do we have we have an untruth on the 27th of october before the public vote the people's vote whether or not to implement the covid law which as you know divided society everywhere so we have <laughs> from the ministry's experts in August, the statement that the, the stuff doesn't work, basically. And we have three months later, before the public vote, a clear statement from himself, the Minister of Health, the head of the ministry, and federal counsel, Alan Berset, saying very clear on all channels with the certificate, I say it again, you make sure, you're sure that you are not contagious. So when I saw that, I said something's wrong, obviously. And I had to act. Now, I had this, again, feeling on the, that moment when I said, I have to do something. Now, what can I do? I'm not a lobby group. I'm not a lawyer. I have no political association movement. Um, I said, I have to do the right thing. I have to go to the police. In Switzerland, um, crime is reported normally directly to the police so the police station is right here two minutes from here and i wrote this stuff down on a piece of paper made the evidence clear the public statements typed the dates and the causality and i said therefore it's article which i can look up in my internet online the swiss criminal code 310 abuse of office okay i went to the police stamped it signed it it went in then it went to the 
in your country this state level state prosecution it went five days for checking i presume and deliberations and then it went straight up to the highest authority excuse me which is the federal prosecution is the attorney general's office of switzerland and Without me doing anything, I had to. They came back with questions uh, from the Attorney General's office. They said, "Could you please answer certain questions?" I did so. On the twenty-second of January, I have um, submitted those as per deadline, and I have extended the criminal charges with three more proven articles of the Penal Code of the Swiss Criminal Code. And now it's out of my hands. It's a case number that's running. I have an active channel with the federal attorney uh, prosecutor, and uh, that's where we are. Mr. Najati, uh, just so the audience understands, and Todd can comment on this, you're kind of the white knight, the hero we've been waiting for to the extent that uh, you don't have a staff, right? You did this all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think that's the lesson here for the audience, Todd. We all have power to do something. Yes. Yeah. It, look, it's a dark horse. I'm the dark horse. I come out of nowhere. <laughs> um, look, police stations are there to fight crime, correct? Every country has a criminal code and a constitution. In our constitution, we have Article 6. It's also in English online. Article 6 says, basically paraphrased, Every citizen has the right and duty to uphold justice, the laws and democracy and constitution of the country at all times. So I've done exactly that. Um, when I observe injustice, I'm specifically alerted because my father became victim of an assassination about 10 years ago in Malaysia um, at, at midday in Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur. So if I observe a crime, I feel compelled, always being, to report it. And that's what I've done. Everybody can do that in every country of the world. It's about humanity. Otherwise, if we don't do it, what do we get? We get a dysfunctional society which will fall apart and with it, humanity will go and vanish. That's right. That's right. Hey, I want to ask you something very important as a follow-up sure. question, but I want to play a clip first. And we'll get into the area of your father and his assassination, because what a small world, friends. And I just want to assure the audience, not everybody who is connected or goes to these think tanks, like the World Economic Forum, previously called the European Management Forum, is a bad guy. Okay, now we know who the bad guys are, like Klaus Schwab. We're going to talk about that. But first, I want to play the soundbite heard around the world. Now, this was at the European Union Parliament, guys. You've all seen this soundbite. But I think this is the soundbite that woke people up, people like Pascal. And I love what uh, this guy has on his computer here. Pfizer CEO, where are you? Where is the transparency? And since Albert Bourla couldn't be troubled to show up in person at this uh, questioning, he sent one of his underlings who said this. The Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market. If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. 
Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanisation before um, it entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. And from that point of view, we had to do everything at risk. All right, I'm coming back to my guests. That was the soundbite heard around the world. Is that the soundbite that woke you up, Pascal? Yeah, that was the 10th of October 22, correct? I believe so. And uh, they had to move at the speed of science, evidently, which means no testing, no proof of efficacy or safety. Just get it out to market. Get it out to the victims, I would say. Yeah, well put. Todd, uh, do you have any uh, input on this before we continue? I do want to talk about the Thai royal family. But first, I want to ask Pascal about his father and uh, the relationship he once had with Klaus Schwab. But uh, your comments so far, Todd. Yeah, thank you for that. First and foremost, I'm inspired. I'm in awe. Um, Pascal, it's, you're really an example to all. I mean, it's exactly what you said, Sean. We've, if everybody did this, we had a million people around the world doing this because it is a global genocide. Imagine what could happen. And there's so many firsts here. It's really it's bigger than what appears to be by virtue of all the different controls. Like, as I mentioned to you before, the OECD and their quote unquote competent authorities have been controlling all law enforcement around the world. The fact that Pascal and his complaint got to the attorney general who's pursuing this is a huge indicator that this genocide is falling apart and those that are perpetrating it are missing. There's no way this could have happened otherwise. I'm just, I, I'm so chuffed because the ramifications of this are just astounding. Um, it took one man. And what's also interesting, by the way, Pascal, you, you're also the first victim that I'm aware of anywhere that filed a criminal complaint. We had lots and lots of people filing criminal complaints. Perhaps they didn't have standing. You do. You did. I'm sorry that you're vaccine injured. We've got a whole lot of good people that can help you with that, by the way. So thank you. Thank you for all of humanity. And I mean that. I thank you. Mr. Najati, uh, I do want to impress upon you, and I think you realize this, but uh, this is the first huge hole in the dam in this information war. Uh, the entire mainstream media around the world is in the pocket of Pfizer, as are agencies that are meant to control companies like this from disseminating bioweapons. I'm talking about the FDA and the CDC. I'm talking about the NIH. I'm talking about the World Economic Forum, which is a good segue back to your father. But uh, your comments about the mainstream horror media, I do call them that now. They, they are mercenaries that are highly paid to cover up truth, to cover up subjects like died suddenly. People around the world are dying suddenly. And we're told 40% rise in all-cause mortality. Well, that's just due to climate change. Nobody who can think is buying that, Mr. Najati. There is no climate change and we need CO2 to breathe, otherwise we'll be dead. So let's not waste time on climate panic and climate change topics. It's it's ridiculous. Um, we go back to the West, maybe. Is that what you wanted to talk about quickly? Yeah, mm-hmm. just so the audience understands, your sure. father was once, I guess, a friend of Klaus Schwab. And the two of them started the European Management Forum. But then they had a falling out because Klaus Schwab began to behave like the dictator he has become. And in 1987, Schwab changed the name of the European Management Forum to the World Economic Forum. Now, I just want to say for the record, I'm no fan of things like the Council on Foreign Relations or the Bilderberg Group or the Club of Rome. I think these organizations are where powerful people meet to conspire against the rest of us. 
But that doesn't mean your dad was a bad guy. And in fact, he may have paid for his truthfulness with his life. You mentioned he was assassinated. Well, he was young. I mean, he, he was very successful. We had our own banks. He had his banks. I was his son. I mean, I'm, st- I'm still his son. Um, um, we had the banks in Asia, Hong Kong, Bahrain, the, the, that's the Gulf, the Middle East. And um, uh, he met uh, Klaus Schwab and Schwab asked him to host, to manage the panel for emerging markets and to bring in ministers and heads of states. So he, he brought in the Malaysians, uh, the Singaporeans, I believe, some Middle Eastern um, uh, dignitaries and leaders. And it was a, a small club. It was a good thing. Uh, what I can remember, we went skiing with the people. It was a small gathering. I say small, maybe max 100 people, maximum. No guests, no press, no bodyguards, no helicopters. I mean, you know, in a four-star hotel, mind you. It's still there. It's now five stars, but it was four. And um, they were sharing information, ideas, how to streamline emerging market growth. At that time, they called it LDCs, Lower Developed Countries. It's a bad connotation. Emerging market sounds better. And um, that's what they did. But my father decided at the beginning of the 80s, he separated because my father's job was not uh, a paid job at this forum. It was a pro bono thing in Davos once a year. And my father was very busy flying around the world, running his banks. And the family. So uh, he departed from Klaus Schwab because he started to dislike the person. The person apparently changed character very fast and uh, went on his own and then transformed this thing into today's monster called VEF, World Economic Forum. That's where we are today. The origin of it, I believe, was benign, was clever, was smart small, humble beginnings. Yes. You know, when I mentioned those think tanks, like the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, etc., you know what I neglected to mention? Another organization which is aligned against humanity at this point, the United Nations. Now, UN Agenda 2030 is something that I will never stop talking about because when I was talking about the agenda to restrict our ability to heat our homes and drive our cars with affordable forms of energy 10 years ago, nobody was listening. Nobody thought that what's happening now could be possible. So United Nations Agenda 2030, they're very much in league with the World Economic Forum or the other way around. Klaus Schwab is pushing United Nations Agenda 2030. And if we don't stop it, they're going to bring us to our knees. Do you agree? Um, I would. I don't want to be alarmist, but it's going to be worse than just to bring us to the knees. It's going to be the end of humanity. I'm sorry to say that. I mean, look, the focus now should be two things. People around the world should think the thought. Most people are hiding behind the word unthinkable, right? They say, oh, it's unthinkable, change the topic. I tell people, learn how to think the thought it's like mathematics you go to calculate until you re- you you arrive to the absolute truth one plus one is two it's not three it's not four it's not one and a half and if you look what's going on now the next step is what 
is the WHO IHR agreement. The draft is online. You can find it, read it. Article 3, just one of many, is shocking. Why? Human rights and human dignity has been eliminated, cancelled. This article alone will unhinge, make obsolete every constitution of a normal democratic country in this world. Correct? Um, this agreement has to be stopped. Trump was good. He exited the WHO. That's, if you can do that, that's the smartest thing to do. Just exit. Because once that agreement is signed, the country is under the jurisdiction of the WHO. If you read the agreement correctly, you have to read it five times. It takes time. You'll come to the same conclusion. It is a fascist declaration. 100%. I agree 100%. And you mentioned the word unthinkable. Todd, I really would like your comment on this. It's unthinkable to me that the uh, anadrome for the word Pfizer is, I can't pronounce it, Rezafip. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, the Semitic shocking. God of the plague and of the underworld. Of the it shouldn't plague. shock us. They've released a plague on us with this bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. So they're living up to their name, Todd. I just can't, like you, I can't get over how obvious, how blatant this is. And, you know, we can learn from, from this very good example uh, how they operate. You know, I, I say routinely, you know, this isn't a conspiracy theory. These people actually went to the trouble of writing all this down. It's a legitimate conspiracy. Absolutely. It's, a, it's an agreement between two or more people to plan an offense to plan a crime and one step in furtherance. We must be a thousand steps in furtherance by now and an actual attack. And I, Pascal, you said something really important there. The IHR, the International Health Regulations, originally came out in 2005. Um, every country that signed on to this multilateral treaty has adopted the tenements and they've effectively merged public health, law enforcement, the judiciary and corrections. Every country in the world, everybody's rights their constitutional charter rights has already been suspended and you're absolutely right when the human rights are suspended there is no place to seek refuge anywhere on this planet and just what you said it's the end of humanity this is an extinction level event and it was designed to be so there is one caveat to all of this in the united states but it will require our government to be a real government and that is 1947 the president it was Truman at the time, put a caveat into joining the, the WHO, which was so long as their rules were not in violation of our Constitution. Now, unfortunately, our Constitution was suspended under the National Emergencies Act, March of 2020, um, and it has not yet been restored. So do those protections even apply? Do we even have the benefit of Article Three courts? I'm concerned we don't. So there's a whole lot that has to get fixed if we're going to save ourselves. Um, look, it's not too late. Why? The current draft is in discussions as we speak. It's not ratified yet. Um, any government, I don't know how your articles of law look like in the States, but anybody from a government that is in active discussion and exchanging drafts of such a declaration, a contract that attacks the constitution of my country, 
is it's an attack on our country. It's treason. Yes. Treason. 100%. Well, I think this is an excellent segue to other very good news, which essentially broke on the same day that Pascal's story broke. Thailand may become the first country in the world to declare its Pfizer contracts null and void. Now, as everybody probably remembers, the contracts that have been released through FOIA, the contracts that have been uh, leaked are all redacted for the most part. And in this case, though, the Thai royal family is seething about the princess, the 44-year-old princess, who is in a coma after getting her third vaccine. I want to do another screen share here. I shared this in my video yesterday. This is the reaction from Redacted. And I love this channel, Redacted, just like all those Pfizer contracts. They're all blacked out. They're redacted. They don't want us to know how onerous those evil contracts with nation states are. And the Thai royal family, well, they're about to blow this thing up. Top Thai officials are now pulling off the gloves, basically, against Pfizer-BioNTech and could become the first country in the world to nullify the contracts between the government and Pfizer. Holy shit. Think about that. This could be, and we thought this might have actually was going to start to happen in Bolivia, and it, it hasn't. Uh, with you know, a different scenario, but this could be the first government that does this, nullifies the contracts, has the guts to nullify. Because we've been saying these contracts offer them immunity, right? Many of these countries, depending on the country and how they structure these contracts with these, these companies, they have immunity, meaning the pharmaceutical companies have immunity from anything. But what if they nullify them? Because you lied to us. This means that contract is null and void, you sons of bitches. I love his passion there, I must say. Uh, I don't have any problem with cursing when it comes from a place of righteous indignation. Gentlemen, I just want to impress upon you, both of these pieces of fantastic news were released essentially on the same day. Pascal, I just learned about your story yesterday. The same is true with the Thai royal family. It's just two giant holes in the dam. Yeah, it is. You see, I had a discussion with Professor Bhakti, and through that, um, Redacted took the clip of our discussion. If you watch the video, you see me and Bhakti speaking about this topic. Yes, and sir. that's how we got out. Yes, sir. And um, uh, Professor Bhakti is a friend of mine. Um, it has to do with legalities. I can only tell you this. If I would be a king of a nation as powerful and rich as the His Royal Majesty, the King of Thailand is, and if one of my children is dying because of this, you know, like every father, you can imagine what you have to do. Friends, just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to let you know that gold is the best investment class for 2022. Real estate, crypto, stocks, and bonds, gold outperformed all of them in 2022. And although past performance is no guarantee of future results, what are you waiting for? Noble Gold Investments has already helped thousands of clients buy real physical gold. Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month, and you'll receive a free one quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five star reviews. And if you're not ready to invest just yet, Download the Noble Gold Investments Gold Investment Guide. Scroll down below and you'll find the link in the description box. For mobile users, just click the More button to find that link. Again, 
noblegoldinvestments.com. You know, like every father, you can imagine what you have to do. That's right. And uh, just to back you up there, I did watch that entire piece. And uh, Dr. Bhakti was uh, essentially called in, ushered in, rolled out the red carpet for in Thailand by the Thai royal family. And he had access to their top advisors where he informed them that, yes, this thing is not a vaccine. It is a bioweapon. And that is moving hell and earth, in my opinion. The Thai royal family may nullify their contracts with that evil company, the anagram for which is R-E-Z-I-F-P, the burner, the ravager, the Semitic god of plague in the underworld, Pfizer. I think it's more than that, Sean. It's, you know, nullifying the contract is one thing, but they have the jurisdiction. It's universal jurisdiction, uh, crimes against humanity. They have the ability to try Pfizer, their executives, and everybody else that helped for crimes against humanity. All they have to do is get one general in their military to open a war crimes tribunal, and they can extraterritorially apply these laws against anybody that was involved in it. This is also a big deal. Uh, yes, indeed it is. And, uh, you know, uh, again, I I, um, I cannot imagine what his majesty and family must go through, like all other families who lost or are losing now a loved one because of this mRNA bioweapon. Um, I also had a discussion, and it's on my Rumble uh, account, Neutral Swiss. Later we will put it in the in your description, okay? Um I had a talk with Professor Retsev Levy from Israel. He's MIT Boston. I mean, the guy is a absolutely renowned top scientist. And he decided in my talk, and it's on Rumble, he said, mRNA, Pfizer, Moderna kills people. You can look at the video. And he said, also, WHO is not only dangerous, the thoughts are inhuman. So have a look at that video too, uh, people who are watching this now. You must hear it from him. I also have a video interview with Professor Stefan Hockertz from Germany. He researched 20 years on mRNA technology for uh, cancer-fighting purposes. On the video, it's in English, he confirms my questions. He says that it is a bioweapon. And he said that governments knew beforehand that this stuff doesn't work. These are the words of Professor Dr. Hockertz from Germany. He is wanted by the German intelligence service. Can you imagine a scientist? He's now in Switzerland and he's well protected. Oh, my Lord. That's Germany. Yeah. Thank God for that. Well, the fascism, as uh, you called it, that's what this is. It's corporations making contracts with government. You know, I heard a clip yesterday. uh, Where was it? I was at the gym working out and I heard a clip. It was our friend Sasha Latapova did a presentation and the conclusion of her presentation, Todd, it was a bulletproof, wonderful presentation about the bioweapon. And essentially, she ended with the language that it wasn't Pfizer that was committing a fraud. It was Pfizer fulfilling the DOD's request for a fraud. I might have that slightly wrong, but uh, Pfizer was asked 
to create this bioweapon, and they did so. But I don't think it should just be Albert Borla right now who's in fear for his liberty, for his freedom. It should be the people at the FDA and the CDC as well. The and CDC, the DOD. Yes, and the CDC, the FDA, they told us this thing was safe and effective. Run out and get it. Give it to your kids. I mean, this is truly a war in humanity. Here's some breaking news. And we are just getting word of this now regarding the covid vaccine. The CDC is now saying that there has been enough cases of people who have had the vaccine, received the vaccine and then suffered a stroke. The agency will now be investigating any potential links between the shots and strokes in some of those patients. Do we trust the CDC to investigate anything at this point? We need tribunals set up for real well, investigations. So Where were they? If I might help, I want to be, don't get me wrong, I want, to be, I want to be fair to the CDC on one aspect. Again, the Swiss Ministry of Health, our Dr. Virginie Masseroy, the Director of Infection Control, mentioned that they received a report from the CDC of America, the United States of America, in Switzerland, where CDC said, according to their studies, that vaccinated people transmit as easily as unvaccinated people. August 21. That report must be available somewhere. Well, the FDA, sir, is also a captured entity, though, and the FDA is so guilty of crimes. We have that slide from October 2020, I believe it was, where the effects of this thing, this bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, are laid out bare for all to see. And they include things like myocarditis, pericarditis, stroke, and death. So the FDA was in league with Pfizer to cover all of this up. Meanwhile, people all over the world are dying suddenly, and the mainstream horror media continues to say climate change or some other nonsense excuse. A 43-year-old tennis player named Ryan just died suddenly in the middle of a match. He was given CPR for 55 minutes, but he died. This is just one of thousands, tens of thousands of people dying suddenly, like this little girl. These are clear-cut crimes against humanity, and you, sir, Pascal Najati, you're blowing a hole in the dam of the misinformation and the lies about this bioweapon and about these crimes against humanity. I want to thank you so very much. I'll give you the last word, then we'll hear from Todd, then I'm going to show your fantastic YouTube channel. Thank you. Look, I'd like to say this. I'm not blowing up anything. I have reported to justice that there is injustice, that there's a crime they have to investigate. It is the Swiss justice at the highest level that is now investigating those alleged crimes, and I trust the Swiss justice. It's autark, it's separated from politics, it functions like a mechanical watch, and I let them do the job. I'm not the prosecution, I'm not the judge. It's their job, and they're doing the job so far very well. Okay? Second point is that the producers of the vaccines the mRNA technology and CDC and FDA and Swiss Medic, our regulator, the regulators around the world could not possibly authorize this in any circumstance because it's experimental and you're not allowed to inject into humanity medicine or 
substances that are experimental without the written consent after informing every patient heart attack, lung cancer, kidney failure, all these things, and then ask the people, can you sign, please? That file has to go into a filing for 10 years, has to be signed, and only then you can inject the person. So remember that. All processes and laws have been broken through all levels. And I start with the top because in a country, it's not the doctor from the village who commands the presidency what to do. It is the government elected by the people who told everybody what to do. But in this country, our government works for us. We are the sovereign. We have the constitution and we have the laws. And it is my duty, again, as a good citizen to uphold justice, the laws and democracy of our country. And that's what I have done. And everybody can do the same thing. Remember, think the thought and then you get to the truth yourself. Anybody can do it who can read and think. God bless you, Pascal Najati. God bless you, sir. Uh, Todd, I think I found that from Sasha Ladapova. I want to play it. And then I want your reaction to it because Pascal makes a fantastic point. We've neglected to bring it up here. And it's the fact that there has been no informed consent. Nobody who took the bioweapon was given any informed consent about the dangers or the risks, even the risks as obvious as the ones shared in that FDA slide. Risks of pericarditis, myocarditis, stroke and death. Nobody was given informed consent. But here's Sasha Ladapova. And you have to sign it. Excuse me. And you have to sign it. And the file, the paper has to go on file for 10 years, just to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. We need Nuremberg. We need Bangkok. (laughs) Bangkok 2.0. Nuremberg 2.0, Bangkok. All right, here we go. I'm going to play Sasha Ladapova. Jackson's case in the U.S., uh, she's suing Pfizer under False Claims Act that they defrauded the government. Well, Pfizer already uh, filed motion to dismiss. The case hasn't been dismissed yet, uh, but Pfizer already in court stated that, please dismiss this case, judge. We did not defraud the government. We delivered the fraud that the government ordered. That's the truth. Government in league with Pfizer. Boy, how do we bring these people to justice? That is an awfully, awfully deep rabbit hole, Todd. Oh, boy, I don't know that people understand this. You know, for the last year or so, we've been calling this whole episode, military medical martial law for a reason. When I sued the Department of Defense, Health and Human Services and FDA, we came to find that this was a military operation. This was our DOD was the one perpetrating this genocide around the world in cahoots with other militaries around the world. This was our DOD, not the, not the troops, right? Not our service members themselves, but our DOD. It was who contracted Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, AstraZeneca, to do this. So how does one figure that out? How does one stop the U.S. Department of Defense is really the question uh, that that it boils down to. And you would note, for instance, that Vladimir Putin is trying to do that. He is conducting war crimes tribunals right now in Donbass 
with evidence on how it was that these bioweapons were created because some of the components were created in Ukraine and he's already captured the factories and some people uh, and he has the ability to bring this case. And I imagine um, that he will cooperate with the Thai royal family because the only way we're going to get through this is, a, is another military tribunal. And I, I think Bangkok uh, 2.0 maybe is how this happens. Um, one more thing, gentlemen. Uh, not all governments were in it. Uh, governments, some government members are learning with us. Let's not forget that. There's still good people in government, in justice, all over the world, who are awake or are learning and are equally stupefied, stupefiant in French means, um, how you call that word? Shocked what's been going on. What I tell also people, in crisis, I told that ministers and heads of states in crisis in the last 30 years, always when there was a crisis, we have to stay calm, strong, and united, and then we the people will be free, always. And that's what we're doing now. We go step by step, use justice now as we can, Because once the WHO IHR agreement is signed, it's over. From your lips to God's ears, what a fantastic story and what a powerful person and inspiration to all of us. Pascal Najati, thank you so much. I want to show your YouTube channel, friends, if you want to follow this man. He's doing great interviews with people like Dr. Reiner Fulmick, etc. The name and of the channel here, Concrete, Pascal Najati on YouTube. And also go to Rumble. Neutral Swiss. Can you show that, sir, briefly? Neutral Swiss on Rumble? You bet. I'll put that on screen right here for you, friend. I'll send it to you. Um, and also, remember, my grand, my great-granduncle was president of this nation up to the Second World War. His name was Rudolf Minga. He's in my blood. Uh, from mother's side, my mother's side. My father was a Persian. My mother is from here, Swiss. And I owe it also to him, God bless his soul, to former president, Swiss president, Rudolf Minga, who shaped this country and defended the rights and the freedom and democracy in a very, very bad time. The last time we had very bad times during Second World War. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, we all have the blood of our ancestors running through us, and our ancestors are all rolling in their graves at what's going on in this planet, and none of them would want us to live on our knees. And we're not going to die on our feet either. We're going to fight these people and bring them to justice, sir. We defend humanity. I call it defense, not fight. Fighting is negative. We are defending what we have been given by God and by democracy That's why we are born, to defend humanity. I like that. Well said, and uh, thanks for correcting me. We are defending our families and our ancestry and our progeny. Because if we don't defend what we have right now, we're not going to have it by 2030, according to the United Nations. And no, Club earlier. <laughs> Sorry. I know. I want to be clear. I want to sensibilize. I want to focus everybody now. Go and read the WHO EHR draft, which is now in consultation. It's 23. And again, if that contract is signed this or next year, it's over. So 
This is the focus now. No more distractions on climate, please. Just one focus. WHO EHR IHR agreement cannot be signed by your government. Full stop. Never, ever. Hey, Todd, you know, we're wrapping this up, but he makes a great point. I've had James Rogowski on talking about the World Health Organization and these contracts. You and I have talked about it separately, and I've maintained that with 50 states, there's no way they're going to get this pushed through in this country. Do I have that wrong? No, you've, you've, you've got it right. One of the things, one of the reasons why I sued the DOD was knowing full well that when the order comes from the WHO, the military would be tasked with undertaking the enforcement of that. And that's, again, the, the DOD is now in control of public health in the United States. So the order goes from uh, Tedros Adnan to the Secretary of Health of the United States, where all constitutional rights are suspended and the military enforces that quarantine, that experimental treatment. That's why there was no informed consent. It's a military operation. Since we did that, Hundreds of thousands of service members stood up and said no. It was them that stopped the DOD. There is no esprit de corps in the United States military. There isn't anybody that's going to enforce this. So even if there's such an order that comes out, I think you will find that it will be unenforceable because nobody in uniform is going to enforce that order. We have the opportunity to opt out. We have the opportunity to take our planet back. And this is planetary in every sense of the word. It is. And don't forget, you have the Marines. And, they don't and the Marines. Out. They don't go down <laughs> without a fight. <laughs> None of us will. There's 300 million or so armed Americans. We're not giving up that quick. Well, I guess one way to sum up this uh, conversation is to say the uh, powers that ought not be at the World Economic Forum, at Pfizer, at the FDA, they are probably shocked that this kind of information is getting out and getting out as fast as it's now getting out. It's getting out at lightning speed and it's going global. And that is the best possible news I can think of. Even as the mainstream horror media in this country, at least continues to cover up for the crimes of Albert Bourla and Pfizer and Moderna, by the way, I need a talk with Tucker Carlson. I'm serious about this. Help me, please. All right, Todd, maybe you can help us arrange that. I, yeah, I will. Yeah, that's a that's a pledge. All right, gentlemen, I want to thank you so very much. Pascal, thank you. Thank you. God bless America. God bless the world and humanity. And I pray to Jesus Christ every day, and we will win. Amen. Todd, thank Amen. you, as always. Yeah, brother. God bless. God bless God you. Bless. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in. Please, please spread this far and wide within your sphere of influence on social media. This is the truth. This is the war you were born for, to defend our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and the future for our progeny. Every single day, friends, visit us for free at sgtreport.com. This is the kind of information that you won't find from the mainstream horror media, and you will find at the antidote to corporate propaganda, sgtreport.com. Thank you all very, very much. God bless you and your family. God bless you too. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Thank you Pascal. God bless. The tide change was huge yesterday. Um, a gentleman by the name of Pascal Najati in Switzerland was able to get convinced the Swiss Attorney General of the nation to prosecute the Swiss President and the Minister of Health for abuse of process. There are two other criminal defendants um, that are sealed at this moment in time. 
but the president himself and the minister of health are under investigation, indictment, and prosecution by the Swiss Attorney General. It's the first criminal wow. complaint anywhere on the planet that has legs. This is the first time anywhere that anybody's been charged with these crimes.